0: It's the Skinny Podcast, only on Local12.com. Now, here's Richard Skinner, joined by
1: Chad Brendel of BearcatJournal.com and Rick Broering from MusketeerReport.com. And welcome into the podcast for this Monday after we recap a weekend of big college basketball action. I'm Richard Skinner, Local12.com, digital sports columnist and editor, with Chad Brendel from BearcatJournal.com and Rick Born from MusketeerReport.com. Where's our stakes? Well, we what thought we, we, we thought we were going to eat them. I, I'm guessing that Rick probably failed. Did you fail? No, what are you talking did, about? Do you I have mean, them? Okay, hold on, hold on. Did, did Rick fail? Them? Rick is
2: the one who got steaks. Well, we Rick don't is know. the only reason there is a grilling with Skinny podcast that's going to happen. What do you mean? Did Rick fail? We don't have someone to grill them. You jackass!
1: Hang on, settle yourself down because have you seen those steaks, Chad? Yes, I saw the boxes. There's pictures of them all over the internet. Have, do you, you, want me to... have you seen? Have you seen what's in the boxes?
0: Physically, I have not seen the steak. Okay, when I get home, I'll pull it out and tweet it to you. All
1: right, please tweet it at me. I Come will.
0: Tweet it to me, tweet when he gets home, he's going to pull it out and tweet his meat to you. <laughs> that's
1: not what I want, but I want. Omaha it, it was on my plans too. for tonight, anyway. I will
2: just <laughs> add you to the group text.
1: The steak part, not the meat part. Okay. Right? Correct? Well,
2: you'll get one or the other.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I want the one, not the other. Trust me on that. <laughs> Just to make sure you understand that. Um, but, yeah, we were going to eat tonight, and we didn't eat. I'm a little disappointed because I really was looking for it. Oh, yeah,
2: what sides did you two have whipped up? Did, did you either of you get beer for this? Um, beer I actually sponsor? I
1: actually had baked two potatoes, believe it or not, split between the three of us <laughs> from last night.
2: <laughs> okay,
1: okay. It was from last night's was, dinner at home. There you you seemed extra, sincere
2: when you said that, I and did. I was wondering what you meant by it. But I okay, did. You had them left over. I, I,
1: I did. I could have brought some salad. I could have brought a little dessert. What were we gonna bring? You are a you're a chef, Brendel.
0: I, I nobody asked me to bring anything, but I can He's just here money. to complain. I did I didn't complain, I, sure I just as, asked.
1: Well, just, I, I sure as hell would have brought beer. You know that. Yeah. You know that better than both of you know that better than
0: anybody. I don't think that would have been an issue. It would have been, been an issue. It would have been a thirty pack of natty ice. It might have
1: been, but it, you would have drank it still the same. Trust me. Speaking <laughs> mean, of which, well,
2: shout out to Dana Gardens. They took care of me yesterday before before the Burner fight I had to watch some of the Xavier game there before going over the Burner fight it, it, to
1: cover it. it. You needed some beer for that, trust me. I did. I and, did we'll, and, and we'll and we'll, and we'll get to that game here in just a second. Was that is that a sponsor? Who boy? What? What? Dana Garden? Dana Gardens? For me?
0: Yeah, for him. Yeah, for sure, him. sure was
1: last night. <laughs> for him it is. is. Uh, Let's start with uh, with first UC with a win on Saturday over Tulsa. Um, Again, kind of a workmanlike job. It wasn't a great first half. They kind of let Tulsa back in a little bit in the first half, but um, it was a workmanlike win, and and that's the one thing. Granted, the the league is terrible. We've justified that. We've talked about that, and it gives you a chance to have days off, halves off, five-minute periods off, but you still have to take care of business, and UC continues to really do that.
0: Yeah, I mean, the thing for me is, if you remember, over the last two years, they found themselves in a lot of bad spots. They should, right. Yeah. Um, where they didn 't take care of business and put themselves in situations where they could' have lost the game and, and a lot of, and many times they did you know lose the game that they shouldn 't have lost um, so yeah it 's good to see um, they, they got a little lazy undisciplined on defense the, the end of the first half. And kind of let Tulsa, you know, hang around a little bit.
1: Yeah, they scored, what, the first, last seven points, yeah. something like that, the first half?
0: And then they came out in the start of the second half and just blew their doors off. So,
1: all right, my, my, my big question, though, and I think Rick's talked about this this is such a Jekyll and Hyde offensive team from home to road. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if they give up 60 on the road, they'd have lost. Four or five more games. So granted, this is a you know the style of play. A lot
0: different at, at home than it, it is on the road. I mean, it, we've talked about it. it.
1: But is it just simply a confidence thing? Is it a style of play I, thing? Is it Mick going, "Hey, I want to play this way at home because I know I have confidence with these guys, and these guys have confidence at home." As opposed to going on the road and saying, "Hey, I don't think oh, I don't know if these guys got confidence. Let's just play this as close to the vest as possible."
0: I don't think so. I, I had an interesting conversation with somebody the other day, though. That um, teams obviously want to slow them down. And when they play that matchup zone, they slow down because they're you know they're taking the other teams yeah, taking yeah twenty
1: five seconds of the yeah yeah twenty eight so seconds, then
0: you know then you get into a, a low possession game and I don't know if that's happening more I'd have to see you know the right the breakdown if that's happening more on the road than it's happening at home um, but I think that's part of you know the, the issue because they played a lot more it feels like. They've played a lot more man at home than they have on but, the road. But I
1: go back, is that a confidence thing? Is it? Is it just trying to keep yourself in the game because you know on the road, and this is even in theory, on the road you're technically scoring less. You are going to yeah. score less. It every, may be, that's
0: the case for pretty much every Correct.
1: But is it, you know, is it 20, 25 points less, which was, was what it feels yeah. like and what it might even be statistically, or should it be 5 to 10 points less?
0: Yeah,
2: I, I just struggle when I watch to figure out whether it's – they start making shots when they get at home, and then the players just kind of take it right. on themselves to, hey, if we got an opening, it's an advanced pass, and let's go to the rim or let's take a quicker shot. Or let's run our offense with a little more pop, a little bit more speed, whereas maybe when they struggle, they go four or five possessions on the road where they can't get a shot to go in. Then things start to bog down. Because I don't really have a problem with the overall pace necessarily as much as I do the tempo when they, yeah, when they, just, right. when they just really start – I mean, they walk the ball up. They start their offense with 16 seconds and left it, on the it's, shot clock. It's a,
1: it's Dribble, dribble, pass, pass back to you, well, pass yeah. back to him, pass back to you. Oh crap! Three seconds. I got to launch. Yeah, but I guess my, my thing would be like watch
2: Villanova. I love watching Villanova's offense, but they play very methodical. They do. A lot I of mean, they, they walk
1: it up. They're, but, they're, it's well, all half court stuff for the but, most part. But they're, it's all they're, half court stuff. But they don't.
2: They never walk in half court.
1: It's lots of no, really crisp well, well, passing and No, it's and funny. Once they, well, once they come across, it is literally and first best movement. first best shot you get. Yeah. Take it. And, and when UC's, and UC's playing at home,
2: and when playing at home, they play like that a lot of times. They start moving the ball. They start advancing. Court, you get Jaron attacking downhill to the rim, and he's like their offense gets really fun to watch at times when they start playing like that. And we just haven't seen that as much on the road. But again, that goes for a lot of teams in the country, yeah. not just UC.
0: Um, I think an interesting point there is it, the confidence level because it does look like it gets in their heads a little bit on the road. You know, if they start out a little bit cold or if you know the shots aren't falling right away. They're passing up. You know, I've seen multiple times, especially on the road, Troy not pull the trigger on a good shot.
1: Well, we talked about that in the SMU. They're not taking the right. You know, a couple times in the Tulsa game on the road, not this game, but the Tulsa game on the road, he did the same thing. There's a couple
0: times they're not taking the right shot. The first, you know, the first open look, the first clean look, and they're it, once you get past that, then you're grinding it out and you're and you're restarting the offense basically. And you know, I think that could be part of it. I think there's a lot of factors. um, Some of it, I think, is just mental. I mean, just got to knock down
2: more shots on the road. I think you're right that it's a lot of factors, probably. Like, we want to pick out one thing, and, like, it's this. But in reality, it's probably, Yeah, I I,
1: I want to pick out pace of play, and I'm probably wrong. I mean, I I, I I get that. Like,
2: I think that's part of it. I think Troy Copain is a guy who naturally isn't as much of, like, a comfortable up-tempo, open pace and space type of point guard. He's right. more of a get in the half court and and beat right now be tough and strong and all that. So that's part of it. There's also the fact that Mick Cronin has kind of coached his teams in the past. They've, that's kind of been their mindset in the past, that like grind it out, be tougher, all that. And this year they're playing a little bit faster, so maybe there's just an adjustment period when things aren't going well that the guys kind of have to reprogram their
0: mind. Another thing I think, and I'm interested to get your take on this, they don't have anybody that can beat you off the bounce. We thought that was going to be
1: Jacob, Jacob Evans. Evans, right? And it just, he hasn't yeah, right, done it. Right. I mean, it,
0: we saw it actually. The Tulsa game was uh, Saturday. Yesterday was the best that I've seen from him because he was actually catching on the move. He was catching downhill and playing a little bit more.
1: Um, in that Sean Kilpatrick style that we've talked about. I think he would be so absurdly good at that because of his length yeah. and the chance to get to the – it's not a matter of even him finishing. It's a matter of him getting to yeah. a point where
0: – And he's an incredible finisher.
1: Correct. It, it, if he doesn't, you're going to have to foul him and not right. allow him to finish. That's the part I think that, that's, that's, that's the next part of his right.
0: development. But, Rick, I just don't think they have anybody, time and space, that you can get it to and just say – Get into, yeah, I mean, he, Justin Jennifer maybe, but he can't score correct. when he gets in there. I
1: mean, Gary's a, Gary's a post guy. Kyle's a post guy. Troy can't beat a guy off the dribble. Kevin Johnson sure as hell isn't being he beating him. There's, there's, it's funny. There's one – well, there's two guys. Cumberland's the other guy in yeah. the theory that if, if he decides he's going to the rim, he's either going to run through you, run through the wall, run through the whole fifth, third arena center. He's going to run through somebody. Forget to yeah, come back and correct. curfew. Yeah, well, there's that too we'll touch on here in a second. But, yeah, there's not, there aren't – you're right. There aren't a lot of guys. There aren't even many guys on that team that can do that.
2: Yeah, I think your point is a good one, but again I go back to when they play at home though, that is like that's not the issue. You know what I mean? Like they can score and they can play faster and play with more pace and everything else when they're at home. So, I don't think it's just that, hey, they have to play slower on the road because they can't beat someone off the dribble. But I think that is true when they struggle. But I think that is one to, of their issues right. for
1: certain. That, that's just But it goes just back just to what you said. It, It's a lot of different things. Yeah, it's, I think it's, it's a, listen, hey, we're not going to outscore this team on the road 82 73. We're not going to do that. We're, we're you know. Um, we're not going to make as many shots because you're on the road. I mean, statistics show usually you're not as good a shooting team. I don't have enough guys to beat you off the bounce. So let's continue to play this at a little bit different pace. I'm not telling you it's the right thing to do. It's worked. I mean, let's face yeah. facts. SMU wasn't because of pace of play. It was because well, SMU, SMU played was really better. Good. Correct. No, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't because of that. I guess the, the overriding question is when they get to a neutral floor in the NCAA tournament, where does that go
2: that's going to be the really interesting thing about this team yeah I mean can, can they take the the home you see and put on not every night I mean because no one does that consistently in, on a neutral floor away from home but could they Get a couple games where they get hot, and then the one or two they got to grind out, they're able to grind out. Right.
0: The thing I will say is, I, I thought they played very well in Connecticut, even in the loss to Rhode Island. I thought they played. Yeah, well. right, right, right. Rhode Island just hit seven of the last nine right. threes, and then they you know, they played really well against Penn State, who has proven to not be awful a pushover. Right. I mean, they've been a you know a middle of the pack. I said awful. Team. I meant
1: not awful. Yeah, you know what yeah.
0: Um, so I mean, they played all right in that environment in a neutral court. So we 'll see I mean it, it with March, who knows I mean yeah. we can we can talk about it until the cows come home, and if you have one bad game. Doesn't matter. It Doesn't matter. Especially
1: yeah. if it's a if it's a sixty one fifty three loss right. somehow. It's gonna be wiser your pace of play. It's the same right. old, same old dribble, 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 jack up a shot late, dribble, 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 jack up a shot late. Yes, I sir. for one hope that does not happen. I agree with like, you.
2: Like I hope if you see whenever they lose Go at out the end 7, of the
1: exa- Exactly. Something I mean. hope
2: I hope they score over sixty seven points. Correct. However it happens, I just want the narrative to be different I'm about with the UC team. I'm with you. Um, and they've had a fun year. Like this Great. has been a fun team to talk about this year. It's made this podcast a lot more fun Absolutely. that it hasn't just been the same narrative over. And over. I feel bad that we're talking about it now, um, but it's, it's an interesting talking point with this team, well, I think. I mean, can, they, can they replicate the, the home performances on the road? Yeah,
1: all anybody has to do is look at the offensive stats at home and the offensive stats. Yeah. It's not like we're, we're breaking new ground. All right. you have to do is look at the two. It isn't just close to, to different, it's vastly when
0: different. When you look, there's not many teams in the country that have a that bigger differential, differential right. between home and away.
1: Right. Uh, you touched on Jaron Cumberland. We're, 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 what's going on?
0: Suspended for a curfew violation. Okay. He I, should. We'll see.
1: But
2: but this is the type of thing, like, he was playing well before this. We heard Mick saying we want to go smaller and give him and more ispe- opportunities. I don't think this is anything to worry about. No. It's one game. Unless he does something stupid. Which is always possible with high school kids. I mean, I mean college age kids, especially the younger ones. Um, but – I, I don't see yeah, being a problem. I, I don't know, but I,
1: but I had to bring it up. I, I, yeah. Everybody wants to know, so I thought, I, I thought I'd thought touch on that. I want to touch on this other thing before we move on to Xavier. And I, I talked about this maybe a week ago, maybe even longer. Um, and I'm writing a column about it tomorrow of, of whether I'm Mick helping you write your column whether, for tomorrow. Well, whether Mick Cronin's in that conver- – and he is in the conversation for National Coach of the Year. The question is, though, between Mark Few and I'll throw out another guy, Chris Collins, because if Northwestern goes to the tournament, that's something no one's ever, ever, ever done. But they're
0: not having a great year. Oh, they're, uh,
1: they're nineteen and eight. That's
0: nine and seven in a in an average big. Dude, 10.
1: they've never, never, ever. Okay, ever, if they were going to be gone. a if they were
0: going to be a three seed, then he's the national coach of the year. They're going to be a
1: ten, correct? But they've never. He's, he's the national gone. coach of the year
0: for being one of the top forty teams putting, in the I'm country. I'm
1: putting him in the conversation. All right, if you had to do it though. Is, is Mark Few, if he goes undefeated, a landslide? Is Chris Collins in the conversation? Or is Mick, realistically, should be very much in the conversation? I, I, I put him is. in there a few weeks ago. I don't I don't think,
2: I don't think Mick's in the conversation to actually win it. Like I said a few weeks ago, I he's think in if, the you, conversation, if you're going right? to expand this out past the top five, if you're going to end it in like the five to right? ten range, not, then I think Mick deserves to be in that not, conversation not, without not to, question, not although to be I don't me. know if gonna, a lot of people will.
1: I'm going to hold you accountable. Not to be me. Give me your five. You said he's not outside the top. Give me your five. Yeah. Well, I'd have to go over, but you're Mark Few, right. Mark v, yeah.
2: obvious. no, no, but like I've, but I've looked, I've looked through this you a have. week ago and I was, you know me, I my internet you. doesn't work on, well, on your wifi ah, here. So right. otherwise I would just pull up the names for you, but Mark View is honestly, it doesn't
1: work. Cause I'm just, I'm just jacking around. I, I don't want you to even be able to research. So I want you think you to have, stuff I think top you top have to consider Patino
2: I, way up there. I, hmm. yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. he'll be in the mix because he's Patino. They've had some injuries. No, 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 I agree. You know, who's going to be on that list. It ain't gonna be
1: Leonard Hamilton Coach after K, baby.
2: Not a chance. No yes, he way. will. I no get, way. How much if, you want to bet he'll he, be a finalist? If, if
1: he is, I will never talk college basketball again in my life. Guaranteed no
2: his name will be on that final oh, list. Oh my god! And he'll be you who deserves the end of to year. be on there? Who? Sean Miller? Yes. He, well, he, that's a name that'll great be. A, call. That's that's one of the five, and that's,
1: and that's legit. That's a great. No, call. that's
2: like, that's like a top three name I without agree. question. Agree. I mean, he's he might actually. If you had to ask me my choice right now, I think it'd be Sean Miller. Jay Wright. He's he's another. He's one of the five. He doesn't beat Sean Miller for me. He doesn't beat Mark Few for me. I'd go few and Miller before him. Greg
1: Guard? Mm. How good care. are they? How I, good are they? I don't know. <laughs> exactly, I don't know I don't either. Know. But but Mick should be at least in the conversation. If you're in a room and you start throwing names around, and you be a name that you would spitball. He has to be yeah. in there. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm just I'm just throwing it out there because I think he's. He's on a pace now and again, probably, not probably, he's got a chance to finish out this regular season with three losses, and they are not three awful losses. They're not even close to three awful. No, it's going to be three tournament teams. They're two, eh, well, Rhode, Island's Rhode Island's close. probably not. Close, but yes, I mean, they're at least, we're not even... Saying they're a bad team, they're very much in the conversation. Oh, so so the, I,
2: I just Googled this on my phone real quick just okay. to get some some ideas for names because I knew there were several we're leaving out here. I want to hear your take on Pat Forty's fourth name, which is Tim Jankovic at
0: SMU. And he um, does not that's include legit.
1: six guys? You're right. That's legit. They, uh, had, they had
0: two guys. They lost... Marcus Kennedy. Yep, and they lost um, Nick Moore. Correct. So I knew that's he'd their, like that one. That's a great. That's a, no, that's no great. it's a good. I mean, that's their two great. best players. Then they had two guys transfer before winter break. He's rolling with six dudes, and and they're they're now it now, last looks night like they in, might be running out of gas. Well, a little.
1: No, I, I didn't. A little. Honestly, well, I, I, I
0: say that because they're getting down. Maybe, but but dude, it, they were down by
1: seventeen to, to lanes. Correct, and that's a bad. But that that's coming off of use Not too far after U C. And there's there's human nature. I, I mean, just I mean, wonder if, if Houston at home was a good win. N-
0: no, I'm not, not it was saying it's solid, but win for they were them. down quick again early. You're right. You're right. And that's a, a, the sign a little bit of a team that's played five six guys. You're right. 35 minutes a night. But that's a great
1: name. I mean, that's a legit name. I like name. it. I've got another good one for you. Okay. Mike White at Florida. Yeah, I was going to say him, and I, I remember I mean, he deserves it. I mean, granted, Mississippi State's terrible, and and it's not a great win. It's just avoids a bad loss the yeah. fact they went down there and won what is it 57 52 and they had a twice. center step up correct in, and they, and they lost and yeah and, and, and they lost they lost a, their main inside guy to a torn acl so no no as much as i don't like them rick i can't tell you he shouldn't be in that conversation Absolutely, freaking lootly he should be but mix in the conversation if you're in the room and you don't throw his name out there you're doing a disservice you really and truly are
2: yeah, I mean, like I said, I would agree with you. Like I said, I think we've given five names that I would definitely take over Mick Cronin at this point. But that's not a slight at Mick Cronin. I think we expected him to have a pretty good team this year. He's done a really good job with that team, and he's probably in the top ten names for Coach of the
1: Year. Correct. And so I just want to touch on that. So there we go. Uh, Can
2: I ask a question to yes. Chad real quick? Because yes. I imagine uh, Lance McAllister reached out to both of us this week. He was doing. Um, it started with Coach Cal naming his yeah. top five players. He asked for our top five players during the Mick, Ooh, Mick Cronin good. and Chris Mack era. Those are good. So to. Finish off the UC segment. What I was your it. five? And then I'll do transition. I'll do yours your segment.
0: We do, yeah. um, I went with Cashmere Wright. It was a very tough one because you also have Troy Copain and Deontay Vaughn. That's nepotism to some degree. No, yeah, no that's uh,
2: just good no. for BearcatJournal.com.
0: Is what
1: that is. No, 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 no I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> but I, I think it's really close between all three of them. I went with Wright because he went to three tournaments, went to a Sweet 16. I think you got the right one. Who if I was the had the choose 5
1: left-handed post kid that, that played? Was it William? Was the William, John Williams? John Williams. Yeah, yeah he was... He's not on there. No. I okay. think
2: if I had to go he like tried. one-on-one better player, I think I'd go Vaughn. But if I had to go like who was the better player for UC on the better teams, the bigger winner, you got to go Cash. Yeah, Kay was really um, good though.
0: He was really and, good one-on-one player. Yeah, and he did a lot. He's the third leading scorer in school history. So leaving him off
1: he is hard. Is hard.
0: Right. But I, I went Cash. Okay. Um, I went SK easy one. Yep. Um. I'll probably get some pushback on this one. I went Jacob Evans over Lance Stevenson. Not yet, not yet. Yeah, no chance. Not not Lance only
1: had chance. one year. No chance.
2: That is that. That's a good
1: point. Here's the thing: Jacob Evans t- today, and you're gonna, you guys are probably both gonna jump me. He's not an NBA player. I player. agree. He's not. He's not. not He's not yet. Player.
0: But I, th- I think I take him over Lance because mm-hmm. his two years have been more than Lance's one year that he missed the
1: tournament. Hmm. That, I, I, I appreciate the fact that I, the one I think I was I, the take... one thing I love about you is you are you are a contrarian to a good degree. You you are thinking differently. You are yeah,
2: and you're also going big, big time on the. F- like, the um, emotion of winning teams with Yes, this. which is good. Like, no, no, I- instead of going, like, most talented player. Well, which wait, is fine. I'm not, I'm not saying that's I believe, wrong.
1: I believe, you could be so easily go, this, 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 and we go, yeah, you're right. And it's no fun if you did that. So yeah, yeah, we got to argue. So keep on. going. Uh, the one name, uh, I actually,
0: I, I probably would have had Lance third on my small forward selection. Okay. Because I probably would have had... Darnell
2: Wilkes. Forgot about him.
0: I probably would have <laughs> had, had Rashad Bishop second. Because I think oh, Rashad Bishop was the foundation for Mick rebuilding the program. It's, if
2: you listen to Chad talk about Rashad Bishop for like two weeks, you will wonder how Rashad Bishop is not in the, he's, he's in in the seventh, NBA Hall of Fame. Hang on,
1: he's in his seventh year in the NBA right he's now. Not locking, a, how he's, people How he's not a right? top 50 right? NBA player of all oh, time. No, no, I'm not right. <laughs> He was very important I, I, for the rebuild. Okay. I no, I, again, I, the fact that you're not just throwing names out, you're giving some level of thought. Even oh, though it's, very much thought. Even though it's I, bad I thought, keep going. I'm, are we at five yet? I'm going down. That, Gar- that kind of ended it right there. But keep going. Are you, are you Power at forward,
0: Gary Clark. All right. Um, that's who, who else was in the running for the four? <laughs> Justin, but he really only, only had one big-time year. So, I mean, I think that's a fairly easy yeah. Gary Clark decision. Yeah. And then center Yancey Gates. Yeah. That's easy. That yeah. part's easy.
1: And you could almost make him a four if you wanted it over Gary, but you don't have to do that. That's okay. I mean, they I don't, don't have I,
0: another. There's no other
1: five. There's not a uh, Biggie. <laughs> there's not another five. Biggie, Biggie doesn't make it.
0: No, darn. No, I thought he had a shot. I, I his kid, it. his kid, might be on the list of five greatest all-time Bearcat women by the time she grows up because she's six now, and I think she's about five foot ten. Ooh, <laughs> I'm kidding. But Biggie's seven foot. His baby mama is six foot four and played that's basketball. Got a chance to
1: be a big kid. She's
0: huge. She dropped a BM on the uh, uh, yeah. skinny podcast. Really, that's really, a, that's new re- ground for us. He
1: really did. And I appreciate that. <laughs> that's good. All right. You want to start with your five? You're we'll gonna wait till the end. No, we can do let's, that. Let's, let's, yeah. We'll let's yeah, segue into Xavier.
2: I think the Xavier one's really easy. Honestly, I'm interested to hear if you guys have any pushback. It's two Holloway. Yep. It's Samaje Kristen. It's Jordan Crawford. It's Trayvon Blewett, and it's Matt Stainbrook. I like I.
1: That's pretty good. I think the only no arguments cheeks? you get...
2: I mean, but who are you going to put him over, over the guards? Over uh Samaje? Not even close. I mean, it's not even a comparison. No, to, the to, only it. comparison is Edmund, Edmund, and... But he's um, not there yet. He's not And, and, and Samaje, but yeah, that's not, not, to me, that's no. not even really a Samage comparison. Is an yet.
1: NBA guy right now, and Edmund's not even close.
2: I mean, he's not... Oh, well, uh, let's not get carried away. They're in a very similar spot of when, uh, when Samaje
1: left after his second
2: year... He was not really an NBA no, guy. No, but, but he is now. So, hold on, hold on. Edmund, Edmund before he got B-Lick. hurt, was... I, I, no, just I don't relax. think he's an NBA guy. I just—I know, I know you don't. But he was picked in, in mock drafts to go in the twenties, not the second round. In the twenties of the first round, hey, hey, Samajé... I would have believed that when I saw it. I know, but Samajé was projected to go in the end of the second round when he left in his sophomore I, just, year. I, I, so in the I,
1: same place, he. Samaje was such a, a a better offensive player to me. I, Ed, they're and,
0: very similar offensive players. They're both. Mm, Samaje what missed the tournament and made the la- final. Four lost, the to lost to NC State. Lost NC State in the first Play-in
2: four. Game. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that but that has no and factor. Again, he played on two of the worst I, teams I, when they're transitioning to it, the Big I, East. I don't He's,
1: dislike Edmond. I just don't, I don't see that yet. I just well, don't I think see him and Sam- I think
2: Samaje was the better player. That's yes. why I picked him. Yes, you did. Um, but I think they're very similar in what they a, are. I'm with
0: the, you on this one. The, right? di- mm.
2: the difference is Edmund is on a team that is good. Simajee was asked to do everything. Correct. If you put Edmund in the same spot, he would have put up similar numbers. Neither one of them can shoot from the outside. Both of them can get in the lane whenever they want. Both of them have a little issues with turnovers. I
1: just, I, I don't know. I just, I like Samaje better. I just did. Yes,
2: so do I. That's why I think. I
1: know you did. Yeah. So, which is good. We're on the same it's page okay. here. All right, so let, let's talk about this Xavier team right now. They. Honestly, and this is no – they they can't beat anybody right now. They just cannot. They're, they're, it, well it, – It's worse than what I would have thought. I, I thought they without could compete. Correct. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about okay. right now. Um, the, the Marquette game got away from them. I know what they're trying to do. You got a kid whacking nine threes, all that stuff. But they it, – it's worse than what I thought. I, I thought they would compete enough to at least be in some games and – Saturday was just an app. Amb- well, uh, it was, aw- it was uh, awful to watch. I'll just—you're I mean, playing teams that are
0: desperate to get Correct. into the tournament. Correct. on their home floor, Correct. severely limited.
1: Correct. I mean, you're a wounded animal. I'm talking about right now. You just have no chance. And well, yeah, you're a did, sitting duck. And, and just, they
2: did have a chance at Providence. It's not like that uh, was not like they, were they had a chance for enough.
1: a while until Providence went on a forty-one to three run, or whatever the hell it was. I mean, they had a chance.
2: Yeah, but for I mean, a bit. Um, so, if you want the ultimate spin zone from <laughs> for no, a Xavier fan I'm, perspective, I'm, I'm, I'm here's okay what I would with it, say:
1: Because I mean, I, whatever you want to spin, I'm fine with. I just yeah, like
2: we knew Xavier was going to lose these three games of Trayvon set out. And, I said that, and, and you made an injury. And, no,
1: I've told people. I thought I've told a lot. Of, you made a great point of the best thing you could do, unless he's completely 100 percent ready, and they're not going to not play him if he's 100 percent ready. Right. Is sit him out for these three games? You bring him back for the last three and go win, win, win. The committee looks and goes. Well, crap, they won their last three with him. They lost those three without him, and they were all on the road. We can't drop them a seed line because of that. It's, it's almost genius. It really it's, is. It's
2: almost like those three games didn't happen Correct. in the narrative. And from Xavier's perspective, that's all this is about, the last four games. you no just controlling the narrative. What or are people going to say the, or about Or even the
1: last you? three. Not even the last four. The last three, really. Because it's funny. Because it's two homes in and Paul on the road. They're three winnable games. We try to act
2: like the, the – um, the NCAA tournament selection process is so scientific and so analytical. No, it's, At the end of the day, it's, it's a bunch of people hum, sitting in the room human who do what we do, which is read a bunch of articles, listen to all the national Correct. narrative. So, like, the narrative matters. What people are saying about a team matters. Take Xavier, for inst- instance, like right now, because to this point everyone's seen them as a lock, there's not a soul. Saying they're on the bubble or they're in trouble or anything like that. Dude, and they, they shouldn't be. And I know you hate this. But their this. resume isn't that much better than like the teams on the bubble. I know you hate the this, on the but, bubble. but I'm
1: going to throw it out. They were 14th in the RPI going into last night. Whether you like that number or not, they were 14th in the country in RPI going into the last night. Yeah. They're not even close to being in danger. And again, when you no. look at these three losses, and there's going to be a third one probably coming up unless something miraculous yeah. happens... These three losses won't matter, especially if you. But you have to follow. You can't all of a sudden go loss, loss, win at the Paul. You can't do that. Well, you're, you're still in, but it's going yeah. to. You're, you're dead. You're you're, 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 you're ten or eleven. Seed. You're, you're up in Dayton. Yeah. I mean, you're up in Dayton playing
2: ten or eleven seed. Yeah, right. If, if they lose, if they lose every game except for the DePaul game, they make the tournament, but they're. Right on Dayton. that line. They're on the bubble at that point. And, and not like on the bubble, not going to make it, but they're on the bubble teams just like –
1: Between a 10 or playing in date. Right, right.
2: So um, That being said, if you come back and you beat but- – Butler's a huge game, I think. No doubt. Because you beat them at home. You get another top well, 25 win. And you, then make, it, and you make then, it clear, hey, we're fine. And
1: then the other part is, depending on, on what else happens, because I think – I'm doing this off the top of my head. I think Butler still plays at Nova, right? Am I right? In that? I, think I'm, I, I'm, think so. I think so. I'm pretty sure I'm right. So – you still have a chance to move up even a, a, a seed line inside your league tournament, too. So you still have that, that going for you when you play Butler on top of it. Um, so, I mean, it's, it, you look at this and you're like, well, they're going to fall to a six or seven seed in the league tournament. No, they're not. I mean, they're, they're, as long as you take care of business in the last three, you're still going to end up 11 and seven in the league, which puts you – Three, four, or five probably in a league tournament, if not maybe even a solid three when all is said and done.
2: Yeah, Butler is is uh they go at Villanova on Wednesday. Okay. They go at Xavier on Sunday, and then they finish up home against Seton Hall, who's yeah. gonna be the most bubble of bubble are, teams possible. So
1: bubble yeah. I'll just give you the you should win. So the chances are one, one and two, but I think that gets into seven losses too, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yes. So there's 11-7, and 11-7. Creighton's not a world beater. So, again, but you have a chance to at least put yourself in that still in a decent spot seed-wise come league tournament to win a game or two or go to the finals. And then suddenly you work your way back up the chain a little bit.
2: Right. So, obviously, uh, from what I've heard, Trayvon is doing a lot better. It was much closer to him potentially playing in that Marquette game at Marquette than I, than I think we realized. And granted, that might have been a little gamesmanship right. on the Correct. coach's part, having Correct. him warm up and everything like that. But that being said, the conversations I had did indicate that he's doing much better. They considered having him play, and there's a good chance he may play at Seton Hall.
1: And that would be – if you stole that win – I shouldn't say steal. That's not fair. If he plays, you have a – decent chance to win that game. You win that game, then you're in great shape. I mean, you're Well,
2: yeah, if you win that game, great. If not, you lose that game and he plays. I think that's a little detrimental to you, honestly. I'd, I'd I think I, you're almost better no, just waiting for the Butler I, game. I, I,
1: I go back to what you said. I think it's – a, it's, it's a it, look, if he's 100%, you're going to play him. Yeah, I mean, of course. You,
2: yeah, you're, and I don't blame him for that. But if
1: but. he's 75% and he thinks he can go, but he's not sure he can go, then you just say, sit. We're going to yeah, sit you and, and we're going to get you ready for the these three games, the conference tournament – and you have a legitimate chance, based on what happens seed-wise, to make a good run in the conference tournament. And suddenly you're back up to the 7 or 8 seed line. Maybe the right. 7 seed line.
2: So you play it out. They're going to come home, play play Butler. Um, Being desperate. Trayvon's going to be back. And you, they're going to have that back-against-the-wall uh-huh. type of feeling. They've done really well against Butler, Chris Holtman's system over the last few years. Like I think that's a game they'll feel confident in. Um, Marquette ain't doing crap on the road. so well, well, that's the thing. Then you get Marquette. And here's the spin zone that I was going to get back to about that game. I think if you look at that Marquette game that they just played, from a Xavier perspective, you saw everything you wanted because the biggest question about that Marquette team was earlier in the year could Xavier's front court players, Rashid right. stuff, play with Luke Fisher and Hauser and Held? They kicked their ass. I mean, right. they dominated them in that right. game. The dude checked in nine threes. You, it took a freshman going nine for 12 from three. And granted, they, they blew Xavier out. It wasn't close. Right. So I'm not acting like that was the only thing that pushed him over the edge. But they shot, they <laughs> shot lights out and they got way out in front early in a game that was never really a game. And Xavier's front court dominated. So you come back, you play them on senior night, back against the wall. They stink on the road. Your front court can dominate them, and you get Trayvon back. I think that's a very winnable game. And then you go to DePaul, last game of the year, needing a win, and that's what the season will come down to.
1: La- lastly, um, I do want to touch on Rasheed Gaston getting tossed out. I, I- I'm-, I'm I I can't imagine three guys miss the shove in the back like that to lead to it a- to the to the ejection that. Yeah. And look, it I didn't even look like he like lost his mind. Like, no, yeah, yeah, I don't. he
0: was upset that he got pushed in the back, but it wasn't like he was like berating. Correct. An, I, an official like, and,
1: and, and I know, I know people get over the edge of this. I, I <laughs> just, just watching it. I thought, how do you miss two hand? It's not like it was like a subtle nudge or I walked a guy with my lower body into a guy and you didn't see it. Cause I'm more clever than you. It was a two hand shove into the back, into the guy into your right. Other than saying. I got shoved. I mean, it's, it, how do you miss me getting shoved?
2: Yeah, I mean, that sucks for Rashid, but honestly, I don't know why anyone else would care. I, I mean, know. the game, the game wasn't closed. It, it just, didn't it matter. D- it really, he had played well. It still
1: bothers me to see that happen yeah, it's when it, it, it's so egregiously bad that
2: I, I don't, uh, here's what I would tell Xavier fans. Save your complaining for the calls that'll matter. Agreed. There's plenty of them and, that you'll need to worry uh, about going down the stretch. That wasn't one I'm
1: not disagreeing with you. I just, it just, it, it, it's a
2: bad call. Yeah, sure. That's it's a horribly bad. Bad it, officiating. It was, it was a a, it, was, it was a bad call, was, and come, then you, you handled the situation right, you, even worse. You, you compounded was it, it, was even it even
0: Broad work? Ripple? Broad Ripple, Borowski? is that who did it? Uh, I, I don't. know. I know I he called the even... game because he had a couple other incidents. It was brutal. It was brutal. I just know I I was watching the end of the Kentucky game, and well, yeah. didn't see the score, and turned to Xavier when the Kentucky game ended at nineteen to two, and whoa, yeah, yeah, that was that the hell bad. happened here. All right, speaking of Kentucky, good segue. Is Go K- ahead, let's something. Is Kentucky? Good at the I end
2: of games or are they bad at the end of games? Know. No, 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 I I no, I don't know anything about them. I don't know anything about them. Specifically end of game situation, say it's tied, they're down one, whatever, they've got the ball with however many seconds left. Do you think they're good in those situations I or bad in those situations? I,
1: I think they're good because Darren Fox makes them good. Because you
2: can't keep him in front of you Correct. and there's Malik Monk on the Correct. court too.
1: Correct, and as long as you, at the end of the game, if you're up one or you, as long as you're up, if he has the ball in his hands and he makes free throws, you have no shot. You, and know, I, you, you don't have a shot at the end of the game.
2: And I know they've lost some of those scenarios this year.
1: Yeah, but... but not I think, the,
2: but they scare the hell out of me if you're in a close game correct. at the end of the year because I think they're the most unguardable because in the if, half court if, for if, one if possession. The worst of the
1: worst, you can't keep him in front, and if he has to, he goes to a dribble hand off the monk, and you go go foul him. And have monk time and monk
2: can make the toughest shots in the country. Like he's yeah. the best tough shot maker in the
1: country. But defensively, they're just they're they are a mess. They are an absolute unadulterated mess. I go back mess.
2: and forth. My biggest thing with them is they just don't seem to have that. They don't seem to care enough on
0: defense Th- that's a lot my of times. Point, yeah. like, that and I, they because don't they're have, really good defensively at times. Really good. I don't think they have... They like were
1: a, good down the stretch. You're right. I mean, they got stops when they had to get stops.
0: I don't think they have a perimeter stopper. Like,
1: Fox should be.
0: He's not there yet. He's, he's not there yet. But
1: it, come, it comes down to, again, a lot
2: of guys just not caring all the time enough. Like, yeah. defense requires you to lock in every, every possession trip. and right. never take one right. off. And they just have a lot of guys who... Lose it for one or two possessions. I mean, JJ, or six JJ, or seven at times. Well, there's some of them who lose it for the, more more often than they don't. But. J.J.
1: Frazier embarrassed them. He's Emb- fast, though. He's great. That kid but he embarrassed them. How many times are they going to
2: push him in the back as he's going up for a jump shot? They did that three times in the first half, well, just sending him to the line he, for no reason. He always
1: has that goofy body lane. He gets in where he has to get to, and he's like leaning sideways it's, or leaning it's, forward. It's how you creates separation off the screen. You bump he's, him he's, first and then go. He's but. really good at it. I mean, I, I give the kid credit. The, guy, I, the kid's a really good player.
0: If you're a UC fan and you watch that game, Cambridge. Is that
1: that's, him? That's JJ Frazier.
0: Similar, Did That's JJ
1: fast. Frazier.
2: As long as you're not putting any expectations on the kid. Oh, I was just so holy. <laughs> I mean, <that's>, if <laughs> he's
1: JJ Frazier, holy Toledo. That's no, man. the type of game he plays. Is he left-handed too? Yes. Is he really?
0: Yes. I didn't know that part. He's fast as hell. He comes flying off of ball screens. He plays downhill. Oh boy! Interesting is going to see like how, and him. How UC's offense Navis, actually plays
1: against Washington. Holy cow!
2: That's—I mean, the way you talk about it, they won't have a choice. They'll be playing fast, whether they want to or not. They don't. I don't think they do have a choice. I'm anxious to see how that plays out with what we've seen this year. And
1: dude, JJ Frazier's really—if Kane Broom's in that category—and I'm not telling you you're wrong, Rick. I mean, you've watched
2: his his, his tape. film, but I watched him against Patriot League players. Yeah, <laughs> he
1: was just
0: saying
2: he was impressive. I don't—I didn't necessarily be like jj frazier it wasn't playing yeah, it wasn't played
1: good. nba level goalers. yeah I, I wasn't like oh right.
2: well, man that's one of the best cards in the country but like yeah he was he's a guy i think that's gonna help them for
0: sure he's he's an impressive i'm not offensive saying he's jj frazier that's the type of player he is yeah speed downhill off of ball screens get to the rim that's that's the type of guy that he is we'll
1: talk about this on thursday because kentucky um plays uh florida on saturday which should be a, a great great showdown but um I'll give you credit. I mean, you called Florida. I still don't like them much, and I can still see them going out in a round of 32, and you going, what in the world just happened? But they – Without
0: Iqbanu, yeah. I
1: I won't do that, No, the thing is they've won games 114 to 95 like they did against Auburn, and they won a game Saturday 57-52. And that tells me you're versatile enough to get stops. And if somebody wants to say, let's play this pace, we'll go play that pace.
2: And you know why I like Mike White's name in Coach of the Year? Because this is a team that, like – Again, they're sort of in that Butler mold that you looked at them. Before the year, you're like, they're going to be solid. They're going to have a nice year. Right. They're going to be competitive not, in the SEC. But never expect them well, to be where they're at now. And even as the season went along, we saw them. We'd see them win games. But you still looked at them and didn't say, they're a good team. Right, so they're this a really will, good team. This will
1: segment way me faster. I want to touch on NKU here in a minute and obviously final take stuff. All right, so they were a three seed um, last week when the NCAA came out with their first four seeds. Florida State was a two seed, and Florida State has absolutely fallen on its face. So does the Kentucky-Florida winner – Move its way back up to the two seed line. When I wasn't sure Kentucky could move its way back up to that point, but does it move itself there? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, I mean this is it doesn't happen in a vacuum. It's too like un, 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 understood, but Florida State is obviously now. If you had to do it today, they're off the two seed line. Hell, they're probably in the four seed line to be quite frank. Right. Um, I'm just looking at it. When you're a committee and you have to look, and these two teams could maybe play possibly play might even like for the, to play SEC play the sec championship and it comes down to kentucky beating beating them at home florida beating kentucky at home them both doing basically the same thing throughout and it comes down to that final game to where literally one of them probably does deserve to be a two seed line is that where we get to maybe and that's a big seed line it really is two to three seed line to me is a big seed line i don't think so Oh, i, I do you're in the same bracket i think it's a i am yeah, i get yeah, but i the 2-7 versus the 3-6, I can make a case for a lot of 6s being 4s, and I can make a lot of cases for 7s being 9s. I mean, until we see it. You I know.
2: Can't, yeah, it's, I, I don't know. know. It, 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 to me, it's not a huge deal, but like I, I think, I think you might be right. I think the winner of the SEC championship, if it's one of those two, and they play each other, right. has a good chance to be – to be the two-seed, maybe, especially uh, if it's U.K. I feel like U.K. has the better chance. Lastly,
1: Baylor loses at home to, to Kansas in a game in which Lecompte was an idiot because he should have thrown out of the double team. It, but, you know, if they
2: win it. that game, Scott Drew should have been in the conversation for Coach a, of the that's Year. That's a great
1: point. Do they fall off a one-seed line now, or do they still hang on to it for the short time moving forward? I mean, that's not an awful loss. Kansas has won at Kentucky, and they've now won at Baylor. Those are two pretty good road wins. Yeah. Now, they did lose to IU early, which I, is a bad L. Sorry, Tom Green's fan. Oh no,
0: it's now a bad L. Yes, it's bad. Screw old. him.
2: Oh, okay. So you had no take on the Baylor <laughs> thing? No, no, I, I
1: was. No, he was going Tom Green. He just was going yeah, all all. Gotcha. Way on.
2: Um, I think Baylor is not a one seat anymore. Would be my
1: guess. I, I think it's probably fair. If you can't,
0: I mean, some, uh, to be a one seed in the Big Twelve, you somebody has to
1: take down Kansas. Yeah, correct. You, and you can't because it's what they're, they're now up. What two games or three games? They're, it's at least a two game lead. I think. At least two. Yeah. They're going to win their thirteenth consecutive. That's correct.
0: Big Twelve regular season and title. Again, and again, if you don't take down Kansas, shut up about being a one and, seed. And
1: take it out of the vacuum of inside the Big Twelve. They also played Kentucky. Kentucky and won. Not just one. One pretty damn handily, really.
2: Yeah, and that 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 Baylor Kansas game was fun too. Yeah, but but if you want to be a one seed, Baylor has to pull that game out. They had they were in control multiple times down the stretch. Yep. multiple times they they faced some adversity, were able to overcome it, stay in control, and then they still gave it up at the very end. It's yeah. just like you said, the last possession was. I mean,
1: th- they ran a double at him from mid-court, and there's a kid standing at the foul line. Now, I don't even know who the kid was. who could have Maybe he would have bricked it and thrown it over well, the yeah, back. I weapons.
2: don't know what the setup was. Their center was, stand- was the only outlet to throw
1: the ball to after but, they got double-teamed. But he was at least at the foul line. It wasn't like he was 50 feet from the bucket. He's at the foul line standing there. If you can't make a foul line jump shot, Chainsaw, uh, you probably well, shouldn't play. He
2: can't, for the record. Well, maybe actual,
1: not. But, uh, but the, 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 the shot that LeCompton ended up taking was just horrible. Yeah, it was. But I, I'll give Self some credit for just running that double team out of him randomly. It, was,
2: it really I, screwed him
1: up. I'm, I'm not sure I would have had the guts to do it. To say, don't I'm leaving, I don't think I would I'm leaving anybody open. And it doesn't matter but what it's going to be. I'm, this guy's going to probably shoot the ball, and we're going to not let him shoot the ball. And he, he shot the ball, but it was not a great shot.
2: And that's why it's great coaching, because he knew the personnel Baylor yes. had on the court and said,
0: Absolutely. this guy won't no. score if we leave him. That's a great point. Which game did Vital do? Um, I he, don't... Did, he did Kentucky, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, because it was the same situation. It was Nessler and Oh, Vitale no, it was. Was right. Right. it was. You're right, it yeah. was. Because it yeah. was the same situation, right. and Vital completely missed it because Frazier had the ball. They ran a double. The, the double, and he Correct. passed it, Correct. and Vital went on for the next 30 seconds. Oh, baby, why didn't Frazier take that shot? Because he saw. He was trying to make it. Because he played he, basketball. He made a
1: basketball play, right? He made a team basketball play, which is the right play. doesn't mean it's the right play in the circumstance, mind you, but it was the right play to make. You're right. No question.
0: That just clicked in my brain. No, Wait, right. I saw somebody. You're right. It's a good point. I, yeah.
1: Good point. We were, a, we were having dinner at that point. I was kind of half listening and half watching. So. <laughs> um, I want to touch on NKU because we, we, we've oh. talked about them. Yes, baked potato steak, actually. I was going to go steak back-to-back nights if we'd had almost steaks tonight. Darn you, Rick Boring. Rick Boring. Um, I do want to touch on NKU because uh, they grinded out a win on Thursday night at Cleveland State. Uh, Cleveland State actually had, I think, a three or a t- either a two to tie it or a, th- a contested three to win it. Um, Last night against Youngstown State or Saturday night against Youngstown State. You guys
0: Youngstown told State. me Youngstown State was terrible. They are, ter- they are terrible. No, no, no. hang on. Hang not on. a good situation. They are
1: terrible. So let's, let's, let's start from that premise. NKU went back and forth in the first half. They were down one at the half or up one at the half. It was one or the other. Got up eight early in the second half. I thought, oh, they're home. They're, 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 they're fine now. And end up losing the game in the end. Um, again, it's a one-bid league, so they have to win the league title. They're probably going to play in something postseason. CBI, Las Vegas, the Rick Boring Holiday Classic, whatever the hell it would be, they're they're going to play in something at the end of the year. But this did cost them from a seed perspective because it had really gotten jumbled up in that in that three, four, five seed area.
2: Yeah, I mean the the key is they still want to just stay on the side where they're not going to face. Um, Oakland, and,
1: and it's funny. People look at, well, but they're second, Rick. They're not the first team in the league. Right.
2: They just match up much better with Valpo because Valpo is right. just a little more stationary, a little bit more about execution. Um, Oakland's all about athleticism, beating you off the dribble, in the lane. And, 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 yeah,
1: and when they play, they're really good. It, yeah. It's a matter of what – Oakland's got like three high major talents. They've got, talents. It. They've got yeah. it. They've absolutely got an NBA guy. I mean, that's the thing. You, you Everybody talks about in the league. Well, they got an NBA eh, – he's an NBA guy who gets a camp. They got an NBA guy. So, I mean, there's a big difference there. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so. and I mean and Valpo does too. Uh, yeah, but but, Alec, but, a Peters, di- but a different type. Alec Peters is really right. good, but right. it's just a guy that NKU matches up much better with and then Valpo the rest of their team NKU matches up well with. So uh, crazier things have happened. I think this team can make a run. I
1: I, I don't disagree with that even even they really lost It to has to Youngstown. take
2: a hit losing to Youngstown. Your confidence level has well, to take. But but, but it's frustrating Youngstown. because they've sh- shown this a few times. They're just a young team. On the road, they struggle to finish games. They but they even, seem to play even, the same way Even at
1: home. They've they've struggled to finish a couple. I mean, they struggle to finish the Green Bay game. Yeah. Um, Yeah, they've had issues finishing
2: games against good teams at home for sure. Um, On the road, though, they seem to play the same way on the road regardless of whether it's the best team in the conference or the worst team in the conference. They just – late in games, if it's close at all, they seem to struggle on the road. And I can't remember which.
1: Was it Green Bay? They had the big league or Milwaukee? One of the two on the road. Milwaukee. Yeah, and blew that game, which they probably should have won because Milwaukee just – they're not a fast-paced team. They're kind of a grinded out. Now, they do still play Illinois-Chicago at home. Uh, right, State at home, if I'm not mistaken. And Valpo. And Valpo. So they, Three
0: game. And they're all at home. What, it's Tuesday, Friday, Sunday or something yep. like that? Yeah, it's all jam-packed here.
1: But still, I mean, you go 2-1 and one and finish with 20 wins, you're playing somewhere in the postseason, which would be kind of cool. Oh, hell yeah. They're not going to – First sure. people go, what about the NIT? No, they're not going to play in the NIT. They're not, the NIT is very – it's cut and dry because of so many conference champions. Yeah, that because they get, changed it. Correct. So many conference champions that won't win their conference um, – Conference tournament, to get automatic bids to the NIT. Right. Then you start looking around the other big leagues and go, well, they're in, they're in, and it it really cuts it down very. And there's only 32 teams, so it cuts it down very quickly. But they're playing somewhere in the postseason, yes.
2: Yeah, yeah. Basically, with the NIT in the horizon, what we've seen in the past is if you're not the conference champion and you're a team that had an, a brilliant, should have been in the NCAA tournament and won your conference championship type of year, meaning you're a top 80 Ken Palm team, o- you know, like Oakland or Valpo. Well. M- Valpo maybe like I don't okay. even know if Oakland necessarily is that when you look at their metrics May- this okay, year like maybe. when because uh, I'm going back to the last few years when it was like Green Bay and right. Valpo in the past right, 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 that right. have made it because they didn't win right. but they still made the NIT those teams were like top seventy five of the RPI or I mean Ken like and they had really impressive well, records won I, like twenty four games and I think so. a couple
1: times it was a conference champion that, that or a conference tournament champion the, the the regular season champion gets an automatic anyway so I think that that got in and it was, so it was correct good point
2: yeah right exactly
1: so. um Let's touch on um, uh, what took place nationally over the weekend. Duke struggled a little bit but won. Um, The the ACC has been fun. The the one thing I was talking to a buddy of mine today about North Carolina, and I'm starting to wonder if they're not the best team in the country. When all of a sudden they're the team that you look at and you go, God, I don't want to play them. Again, Virginia on the road. Struggles to score. They struggle to score. No they matter it them. But they absolutely, they, yeah, they hammered them. Yeah. And they're good. They're not great, but they're really, really I, solid. I don't good. know that they're going to win the ACC. I think Louisville's going to win the ACC. The regular season or conference? Regular season. Mm, Carolina still got a game lead. Don't they play? Yeah, but where is it? I have to. We're going to have to look again. Uh, I, I think Louisville's going to win the ACC. I, uh,
0: I, dude, I, I. I think Louisville's playing better than anybody else. In the I think league right
1: Louisville's now. playing well. But don't forget, they had. They, it wasn't like they friggin' blew Virginia Tech doors off. They gave up 90 at home to Virginia Tech, dude. I'm not sure. Not, Virginia but, Tech scores but, 90. Virginia Tech at 17 threes. Okay, but I'm not sure Virginia Tech scores 90 in an open gym in 40 minutes. 17 threes. This is not going to be an easy finish for
2: Louisville. They go at North Carolina I, on Wednesday. They come home to play Syracuse on Sunday. Okay. They go to Wake Forest on Wednesday. Yeah, they're, and a they're desperate they're, Wake Forest team that is the like first almost eight be,
1: out now. Just almost beat Duke. Um, th- the on the road.
2: Here's why Xavier is in the tournament almost no matter what, as long as they beat Wake, Paul. Wake's going to help them. Because Wake Forest and Clemson are the first four out right, right now. that's a great both point. Both of those, two those teams. Those Xavier's not going to fall below correct. either one of those teams. It's almost impossible. No, that's, that's correct. Unless they lose out. Um, and then they finish up by playing Notre Dame at home. So it's going to be a really difficult stretch here to finish off for Louisville. I think North Carolina does win the just, conference. Just, just, I, does, you, do, does UNC have a one-game lead?
1: Yeah, I think they have three losses. Everybody else has at least four. If I'm not mistaken, he's going to look at here. I'm nine nine nine.
2: North Carolina is 11 and three. Louisville and Duke are both 10 and four. Notre Dame is 10 and five. There you go. Uh, Florida yeah. State's nine and five. I'm going Louisville.
1: Dude, they're going to have to make up a miraculous ground here. If no, that's they the just case. win Wednesday and they're tied. They just win Wednesday at Carolina. Yeah. Good luck with that.
2: Yeah, and then uh, you,
1: want, you want a 12 pack bet on that? You know what? You want a 12 pack bet on that?
2: Yeah, please do this. I mean, you
1: I, you have to. You just open your mouth. Yeah, I love you. I love, I mean, I love you. I love you, man. All right, we're okay. shaking. T- we're shaking. Yep, right. I saw that. Shaking okay, uh, no points, no nothing. Right. By the way, just up. Just, just
2: just so we're being in fair. In fact, you here.
1: know what? No, to be fair, I'll be fair. I'll buy you a case because it would be a road win. <laughs> all right, <Okay? laughs> and you owe me a twelve pack. It's right. a case one way, twelve pack the other. Well, I'm being fair. Now it's a smart bet
2: on your part. Yeah, right. it is.
1: It is. I'm being fair.
2: Um, I was going to be stupid and just take the other way. I know you weren't.
1: I should have let you be stupid. That was fair.
2: That was really bad for your part. I'm a fair guy. So North Carolina finishes the season. They've got. They'll be a five and a half point favorite. Louisville at home on Wednesday, at Pittsburgh on Saturday, at Virginia on Monday, and then home against Duke. Ooh. So it's going to be an interesting thing. I mean, that's the, how we, the ACC the works. Yeah, right? the
1: Wednesday game gives you a two game lead. It gives you the cushion that you need. Yeah. And they now, have to, if they win Wednesday, they're going to they're, win. They're, it. Yeah, they're in. But I want to tell you, the, the other team right now, when I watch them eyeball wise, I'm like, no, I, I feel, yeah. damn, I wouldn't want to play them. I can't, I, because they're can't, great on offense. Kansas has some issues. Not not a ton, but you look at them, you're like, eh. I just don't, Nova, we love. We talked about Nova, but I can see uh, if you had a post presence that, that had some other guards that could match up like some other, like Carolina could. You can you can stop no. I mean, hell, they played for the championship last year. A guy made a three from forty three feet to win it. So, but they're just a team eyeball wise. You go, wow, they are really really good.
2: That and they have a style that will always play well in the tournament. Go, they play go, go offensive re- off, rebound. They, go, they have a bunch of big dudes who are athletic, can run the floor, can rebound, and they're going to they defend guess what, well.
1: Guess what works on the road and at home. Stick packs work on either place. That works just go, out do get a well. lot of those. You just, go, go, just go, go get the ball,
2: get the ball right. off the glass, right. block some shots, or a defend a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then I like – like, uh, they've got some guys that have actually proven they could shoot the ball, right. which we didn't know coming into the season. I think that was the big concern. Sure. Um, and so now that they've proven – I mean, look, they're ranked fourth in offensive efficiency in the country. Now, that plays well, especially when and you that, play well, that part, pace. And a big
1: part of that is obviously you're rebounding the ball half the time and sticking it back in. And this is how
2: – you if you're a blue-blood program and you know you're going to stockpile McDonald's All-Americans on McDonald's All-Americans and five stars and top 100 players every single year – Playing faster than the rest of the teams right. and using that athleticism and length and talent and, and is possess- a good way and, to play.
1: And possessions. And, and, yeah, right. I mean, throwing the ball up and going, if we miss, great. This guy's going to get it. He's going to stick it back in. And it's a it's a bucket. They rebound 42.2% That's of absurd. their misses. That's absurd. The
2: first in the country. I mean,
1: think about it. think about how many long kickers that you don't have a chance to rebound to. I mean, really. Yep. I mean, there's a handful of those that you don't even have. If you did it based on percentage of where it is in a cone or where it is in a radius, it would be even Crazy, probably sixty percent of what should be offensive rebounds. Yep. So, all right, let's get uh, let's get final take times first from you, Chad Brennand. If you've got one, I do, I do. Boy, that this seems very deep. Jeezal, oh, Pete, why did I ask? Because he <laughs> side, <sighed, laughs> here he sighed. we he's, go. He sighed and he had a. He's like a. I do,
0: I do. Enjoy your team is my is my message for today. I like this. Like Xavier fans last year. I don't think they enjoyed enough how great of a run that they had, how great of a season that they had. And now you're experiencing the flip side of that. Injuries and and losses and, and down 21-2 to two because your best players are out. And, and to UC fans this year, you're 24-3. Enjoy the hell out of it. Well, how many times are you going to be
1: 24-3 and three with two weeks left in the season? It, it's really the one thing I hate about the whole one-and-done thing is everybody's always looking already ahead to yeah. the next year is – what we've got these guys. What about right now? Right now is what really matters. What's coming in. Sounds great. And it's fun. And it's cool to look at. But what do you have right now? And, what and, do you have in front of you right now?
0: And it goes back to stuff we've talked about, Rick. And it, it, I just don't get people that watch sports to be miserable. Like it, it, it's supposed to be a good time. It's supposed it, to be fun. It can
1: frustrate you as a I fan. I get that. But I, I, I know and, what you're saying.
0: I, I get being. But, but if it frustrates you as a fan. Enjoy the twenty four and three season, like cherish it, love every second of the twenty four and three season, and then be pissed when they're twenty two and eight,
1: and 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 on the bubble or or fighting to make their way in. But I I, I will tell you, I've done this as a coach. I've I'm always looking ahead and sweating this and this and this. And I got to a point this year, I literally went you know what, I like these kids. They're playing their ass off for me. We're doing some good things. Are we the best team up here? No, we're one of the best. And I literally walked in, into, a, into a locker room one night and I went, you know what, you should enjoy this. And I told him, I said, guys, I know you're not going to understand what I'm about to tell you because uh, we're always looking forward. We're always looking, but enjoy who you guys are. Yeah. Enjoy what we're doing. And enjoy this moment because it won't come. it's not coming around again. It's just well, not. And, and I know it's different. Not and, this and I think
0: you felt the same way about Xavier's team last year. They were a fun team to they're cover. Great. You enjoyed right. covering it, that team.
1: Sanford, I, it sucked the away. It, lo- it ended. It yeah. just sucked. It I sucked
0: thoroughly enjoy covering right. this Cincinnati team. They're great kids. They're easy to talk to. If they lose, they're the first one to stand up and give you a great answer on what happened and why they need to improve and what needs work. Um, just enjoy, enjoy the... the Trust the process. And, Enjoy and, the process. No, and, and
1: as a coach, it, it is hard to do that. It really truly yeah, is so Yeah, as a coach hard. it
0: is because it's every day of your life. It,
1: it's that and you have a more, no offense to fans, you have a more vested interest. I mean, it, yeah. you're your, your helping decide what's yeah. going to happen here. So as a fan, you don't control any of the situation. You control zero of it. You can you can love it and hate it. And all, but you're right. Enjoy that part of it because you don't have control. You have no control. And you don't than, know
0: what's going to happen next year. Correct. You don't know what's
1: going to happen the next possession. Right. Guy drives down the lane, blows his knee out. What just happened? If that happens, I'm going to kill you. I didn't say any of your guys. I, <laughs> I, I almost said a name, and I didn't. I came I close. Like I you, saw already, it.
2: you already had one in this. I mean, like, we've Correct. already seen that happen. Correct. You don't Correct. Have to that's, make why, that's why I didn't say a name. Yeah.
0: So. But just, I don't think it happens enough anymore. And I think everybody wants to, with social media, they want to rant, and they want to rage, and you know, yeah. be the smart guy in the room. Right. Or just do you, have do you fun, think that's new, though? Do you really think that's new? No. I think it's spread. I think it's more prevalent now because they have access to vent all of that stuff immediately. So yeah, I, think I think that that's the Internally that promotes yeah. you know getting it out.
2: Yeah, yeah, I I agree with that. I think now everyone's in a rush to put out the the I'm, I'm smarter pissed than off you, and right. I'm more frustrated than you take on Facebook or whatever. I'm more of a fan than you are because I'm so mad. That's just
0: that's a big part of it. Well, and, and, and ultimately, I'm number one fan. And ultimately Great. it leads to this. Everybody's going to lose their last game but one team. Correct. Well, unless you win so the, C- the CBI, the
1: CIT, or you the lost, You lost your last game many or, or, times or, or, before that. Or the Las Vegas, <laughs> whatever the hell it is. So that's a great
0: point. There'll be like four or five of them that's correct. that win their but last anyway. game. But
1: anyway. Yeah. But they're
0: just setting up for the I told you so right. to go through the off season as, well, You, guys, you guys, while you guys were having fun all year, I was pissed off because of this, 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 this. Hang on. And that's what cost them in the tournament.
1: Or the team in the Ivy League, which doesn't have a postseason tournament that wins its last game. When Columbia beats Brown... They'll win their last game. Am I right? Yeah. So Columbia's happy. So I'm going to
0: anyway. throw this beeping um, microphone at you.
2: College basketball is is unique because I mean everything's like this, but in college basketball, it's so much about the NCAA tournament, and the NCAA tournament doesn't. It's not like a great setup for finding it's the a best. Terrible team. setup for it, finding it, the best
0: team. It's but all one game. Tonight. It's not like baseball. It's not like the NBA. But
1: the hype of it. This is awful because I am, a you know, I, I love basketball. I, I even find myself in January occasionally going tonight. I don't give a damn. I really couldn't care. I could care less what happens. It means nothing to me. I really don't have a rooting interest in any of these teams. Thank
0: God you don't have like a popular college basketball podcast where you have to I, I, well, talk no, about. no, that stuff. I love
1: talking about it. But but I'm just am talking, <laughs> talking about human, the human nature of watching a Monday night on occasion going, don't really care, so, don't really give a damn. Now March, uh, dude, I ain't moving. I'm watching. I'm watching the 15 seed grind out a game against the two seed. I it 's awful it 's come to that, and I wish it hadn 't and i 'm not sure how you ever get the genie back in the bottle you 're not
2: but anyway so this is, so that 's my point is that it becomes so much about just what happens in March it's
1: all we talk about
2: exactly, and I think for fans it becomes when you 're going through that that you 're going through that really good regular season everyone 's just worried about well this won 't work in March or this deficiency will screw us in March or whatever, and then you get to march and then. You lose early like Xavier did last year on a bad right, shot. Yeah,
1: that, that, like, which none and, of that stuff mattered. And, and granted, the efficiencies mattered. None of it, none of it mattered. It was a kid making a shot. And, and granted, like.
2: Look, there can be some things like Xavier didn't play as well as they were earlier in the year. All that stuff. Like, There's plenty of things to talk about. They should have had
0: a better defense for guarding a guy, falling into his team's bench, and throwing in a 25-footer. Right, Right.
2: but whether you think there was things they could have done better, if they were playing their best or not, the end of the day is there's a lot of different things that happen, not just Xavier, but any team where you just lose. You you just lose on that one night. You don't shoot well. The other team makes shots, whatever. You lose, and so all that season's for naught, but I think back to Chad's point is – It's really hard for fans. Like, if you have the great season, then you lose a game early or you don't win the national championship. You forget about it. You're You're upset because you didn't have the great
1: postseason. But then... Think about Kentucky's 38-0 run when they finally lost. What do they remember? Nobody remembers 38-0. Everybody remembers Wisconsin. Guess how many teams have started 38-0 ever? None. None. Zero, zilch, None. And yet they lost, but, and that's what mattered. But even for Kentucky, that's almost more understandable because they've had so much success. Um, they they
2: based their success uh, off of national championships.
1: No. This but is a different rant. Here's a... my
2: point, though, is that Xavier last year, you look at all that, you get to that point, and then it's not a good year because, because they lose early. But then a few years before that, when they unexpectedly Pit made the a run, right. well, then it wasn't that great of a season because they had too many losses during the regular season, and people are upset about that. Right. So to back to Chad's point is it's the regular season for me, the way I've always approached college basketball is, the regular season's where it's at. That's yeah. where the bulk of it is. That's the stuff that keeps you watching through your day job on a Wednesday night. It that consumes five, six months of your life. It's amazing. It's so much fun. That's where you want to win. And then the tournament? It's great whether your team wins or not. If your team wins, amazing. It's euphoric. It's the best month of your life. But But if they don't, the tournament's still amazing. The tournament's awesome even if you lose early.
1: That's not a fan's perspective.
2: No, it's not. But enjoy the regular season, back to Chad's point, because the tournament's going to be great regardless. And you want your team to do well, but it requires luck. And it's not necessarily about how good your team was all year. So I agree. You need to enjoy the regular season part of it, not just caught up in... Well, what's going to happen when we get to March? Are we going to be good enough? Or this team isn't, you know, we should be undefeated instead of only having three losses. Right. That's insane.
1: All right. I'm going to let you have your final take, but I did want to bring up something. So I guess this will be my final take, which I usually don't give one. Nice. John Calipari went on a rant last night. um, Defending Defending
0: Mark Godfrey.
1: Hang on. Defending Mark (laughs) Godfrey and, and Mark Fox. And I, I, everybody's applauded this decision, and, and you know you what should a joke. I, I thought it was absolutely weak because look, I too. these guys are making a, making millions of dollars. They're the highest paid look, employee in the state. That's correct. Look, if they were making uh, hundred grand, it, which is a nice wage too, but if, they, if you're making that, um, and that wasn't what your livelihood was based on winning. I hate to say it. This isn't the good old college try any longer. Now maybe it's the good old high school try. When you're in a high school that doesn't have personnel versus high school that does, that's the good old high school try for a guy making eight grand a year. These are guys making multi-millions of dollars a year. And there's boosters out of hundreds of thousands of dollars buying Mark Gottfried players. Correct. Well, there might be that. There probably is that. There probably is that. And, and, Allegedly, well, or or they're also the ones poning up the money to buy this guy out four and a half million it, dollars not, to go away. Is, it's not when this guy gets fired suddenly when he's got two years left on his contract. He doesn't get paid those last two years. It's not like suddenly right. you got rift. You got rift from a job that you're working, the factory job you're working. You got rift. They say, hey, got redu- to reduce the force. You're out. You get. 30 days severance, and then you've got to find another job, and you're sweating bullets because you're paying bills? Look, these guys I mean, are making pl- – I mean, pl- God- they- Godfrey's Godfrey.
0: not going to be crumbling up potato chips in his pork and beans?
1: No, probably not. Okay. Tommy,
0: Tommy Tauberville has returned to his lake house – Yes, down was. near Auburn, great. and he's writing a weekly column for Auburn Undercover there on the twenty four seven Sports Network. Look,
1: I, I, the, the one thing I'll give Cal, I, I, I guess he's <laughs> That's taken a better get
0: than cash. I guess he's I guess he's good hire I guess
1: taking State. up for these guys, but I also used to used to laugh at Hugs when Hugs would take up for Joey Meyer. Hugs would always. Joey's a great coach. Yeah, Joey's a great coach because you kick his ass every year. Of course, you, I'm t- i taking up for that guy. Mark Fox is a great coach because guess what? I'm still beating his ass every year. If if I was if I was
2: Chris Mack and and Willard and all these Big East coaches, I would hold. I would hold a an organized effort at the Biggie's East tournament, in Madison Square Garden, where they all fight to keep JT three at Georgetown.
0: They should vote him coach of the year.
2: And,
1: oh, and, that would be so good. And they Chris Bowen would say it clearly made that talk, award. Of you joke. could
0: talk to Chris. And get him to start that movement. Yeah. I don't think anybody else in the Biggies likes him, though. So. I, I was so surprised no, just reading how many people
1: that. applauded Cal taking a great stand. No, he screwed Mark. It's so silly. silly. I mean, it is absolutely silly. Why?
2: Why do people get so into that noble stuff of like, like? Writers, national writers want to get all into that, like, oh, yeah, you guys forget the human aspect of it. It's like, no, we didn't. We realized that the guy makes millions of dollars. He's going to be fine. He's a buyout to... is a great situation.
1: And then guess what? The worst comes to worst. He goes and He's an assistant somewhere, and then he gets another job in another few years.
0: Four and a half million to go
1: away. away. To go away. And then go do TV and ESPN. Good for you. I'm not, I'm not begrudging Mark Gottfried or these guys, any of that. But if you can't, it's a win business. I'm sorry. Look, at in the Patriot League, maybe it's not. Um, Army or Navy? Maybe it's not. Air Force? Maybe it's not. Um, Ivy League? Maybe it's not. But
0: pay me fifty grand. I'll take the rest of the year off.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) Damn right. Absolutely. It. it, it, I thought it was. What's it take
0: to get fired from this podcast? And what's my severance? Two Omaha with steaks you and a pat plate plate.
2: on the back. You do not get Omaha steaks for a second. Yeah, I was do think you get that. That, think,
1: it, that is the I, raise. I, I think you get your turvis cup filled back up with water. Have a good day. On, on
2: uh, floor two, on, on your fl- way out. Exactly yeah, right. Stop at floor it's, two. It's really super cold. Yeah, it's great cold water. It is cold
1: water. All right, your turn for your take.
2: All right, so we just got to go to our guy, don't we? We got to go to our guy. All right, let's, let's listen to the whole thing because I, I feel like this is a pretty good one.
1: This is the LeVar ball. Ball who has got something special going on at his house with Lonzo and these other two sons who are doing so well in high school on their way to the oh, college don't. scene soon? Just don't, so, sir. Again, we've been enamored by watching what he has done,
0: and Coach Alford has talked about Please his don't. development here at UCLA in his first year. Stop. What are you seeing? I'm seeing him turn into a young man.
1: He yes, sir? A little
0: 18 year old, turning 19 year old kid, but now he's turning to a man. And if you're doing something and you have a passion for it, he's just going to keep getting better and better. Yeah, better than Steph Curry. you said something the other day that some thought was controversial. What made you say that one day Lonzo is going to be better than Steph Curry? No, he's not. Hey, let me tell you this right now. I have the utmost confidence in what my boy is doing. I'm going to tell you right now, he better than Steph Curry to me. Oh, no. Here. Put Steph Curry on UCLA's team right now and put my boy on Golden State and watch what happens. Oh, my goodness. I mean, you double down on it right there. I double down on it again. And like I said, if I don't know what my boy's about, I'm not going to make that statement. Steph's going to have problems trying to guard my boy. Oh, boy. Let's like see. Play one-on-one. And I can't wait to see that finally. It's All-Star weekend. Can you ever imagine one day to see all three of your boys in the NBA All-Star game? I think all three of my boys will be in an All-Star game one day. Wow. On the fact, On the fact that they didn't all of a sudden get good. They've been from babies, being better and better and better. And when they get to that swim level, they're just going to turn it up even more. And we even can't more. wait to see that. We're surely enjoying watching Lonzo right now. Congrats on everything. Hey, thank you for Come find me when they yes. win it. All Most right. definitely. LeVar Ball, head back to you.
2: And I'm going to tell you right now, gonna see me the, when they win it.
1: The, the mic is yours. Come see me when they
2: win it. You get first crack at this. So that's our guy, LeVar Ball. Hey, it's our guy. During a UCLA he game. He is our guy. Uh, he's talking about his son, Lonzo. You
1: know, sure he wasn't talking about LaMelo?
2: Yeah, no, well, that's what I thought it was going to be about. Because LaMelo plays like Steph Curry. Lon- Lonzo and Steph couldn't be more
1: different couldn't in how they either. play. Um, couldn't be more di- You're right. LaMelo does play like Steph. He's got he has got plays almost exactly. You're right.
2: right. It's a great call. And he was the one who scored 92 in a high school game yes. last week
1: against some uh, Los, Los Rojos, whatever yeah, the hell they are.
2: Really, really high, Reds, highly talented kids that you're excited about. Los to watch.
1: Años, the Santa Ana wins. They played against something, but go ahead.
0: So <laughs> Santa Ana wins.
2: Uh, one, just. What he said, I think he might have forgot about the fact that his son would also have to guard Steph Curry, and his son can't guard any college point guards well, right now.
1: Hang on. Play him one-on-one. That's all he said. Play him one-on-one. Yes.
2: One-on-one. Right. And he would have to guard Steph in a one-on-one game, correct?
1: Oh! Oh! There's that's that! that works. Yeah. There's that.
2: Yeah. So, he, I think he might have forgot that. Second of all, he, he did a double-double down. I think that's quadruple down on his son being better than Steph all Curry.
1: Right. Here's the thing. I... I The guy's bravado is is impressive and he's fun and he said some great things that are funny and both prophetic to some degree. Why would you put that pressure on your kid right now? If I'm Lonzo Ball I'm whooping my dad's
2: when Why he gets home
1: you You're tell, you're going out and calling
2: out the best player in the NBA And saying my son's going to whoop you next year Dad you don't have to go out and
1: guard him He's going to put 50 on me not, as a rookie Not just that Do you know how f- many bags I'm going to have to carry after that Hang on the first time he goes to the rim against Golden State What do you think is going to happen to him Who do you think is going to come over and help and knock him into row F
2: not Steph Curry, but. When
1: D Green. D <laughs> Green is coming over and going. He's going to kick him in the. He's, yeah, then he's going to kick He kicked him in the, the ding ding. Correct. And, and he's going to he go, don't talk. Ding-ding. Don't tell your dad to shut his blank, blank mouth. That's yeah. what's going to happen. It's going to happen. You know yes. I'm right.
2: And, and Brian Snow, uh, my colleague at Scout.com, national writer, good friend of all of ours, he, Man, he, is, he, is, that's questionable. he is against people continuing to give LeVar Ball airtime. But if I'm the Pac-12 Network, it's, interesting it's, the, as all get out. it's the most interesting thing you air Absolutely. all weekend.
1: Absolutely. Why wouldn't you put him on? He's got to come on this podcast. Do you think we can get him on? I'd love to. I don't agree with all he says, but he's an interesting cat. I mean, look, and I actually listened to this a little bit on national radio today as I was driving around. Um, and there were some comparisons made to Earl Woods talking about Tiger and about Richard Williams talking about Serena and Venus. Um, and to some degree, Earl put some pressure on Tiger, who followed through. He, Richard Williams put some really crazy pressure on Serena. In fact, uh, I can't—I get, get them both confused, but the one that came out first, he said, wait till you Venus. see the next one. Yeah, yeah, wait till you see the next one. The next one was even better. Yeah. Um, he's putting undue pressure on his kid When literally he doesn't know what he can do in the NBA. He thinks what he can do. And, you know, dude, we've seen how many good college players don't – in fact, right or wrong, there's a really good piece on CBSSports.com. You can disagree with it, and it's somebody who's trying to be a devil's advocate, and I wish I could remember who it was. It was a basketball writer. That, that made a – and it was, there was some analytics behind it as well as why LaMelo Ball will not be as great an NBA player as people think he is. Didn't say he wouldn't be a great NBA player. LaMelo or Lonzo? I'm sorry, Lonzo. I'm, Thank yeah, you. My, my Lonzo favorite. is the one at UCLA. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Okay. Why Lonzo Ball won't be as great an NBA player. And it talked about some of the mid-range stuff that he can't do, some of the other stuff that he can't do. And it pointed out some of the stuff that he absolutely can do.
0: He's Jason Kidd.
1: Uh,
2: that would be an amazing – if he's Jason Del- Kidd, he's really, really good. I worry more about him being Kendall Marshall than anything else. I don't. I think he's better than Kendall Marshall. Kendall Marshall, Marshall but couldn't score like even. I agree. Way back in the but, day. But my
1: concern, is Jason if, could if get he, to the rim, and Jason was yeah. such a. He was, but Jason was also a pass. But Jason point Kidd's a Hall of Famer. Correct.
2: Like, I think correct. he's Jason Kidd. He, that,
1: that would I, don't, be a, I don't
2: know that he's a Hall of Famer.
1: I don't either. That, that's a great. I mean, if that's the case, that's a great comparison. That would be a great thing. That ain't Steph Curry.
0: No, no, he ain't Steph. Steph Curry, he is not. No, Um, I did like an
2: hour and a half. The big difference, an hour and five minutes. But the the big difference between golf, tennis, and basketball—those are two individual sports where you're competing against yourself, and you can talk it up all you want, and no one's going to physically punish you over it. That's correct. Steph has got five. Or I mean, Lonzo is going to have five guys on the other team. Not five. There's going to be 13 guys on the other team's bench next year when he gets the NBA. That all hate him,
1: Kyrie Irving, because of this. Kyrie, I mean, think about, give me ten point guards right now that would go. Can't wait to see you kid. Yeah, have a good well, time. Keep and, me in front of you.
2: And Lonzo's probably a great kid, but you just look like a punk when right. your dad's out talking no, 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 for that's, you like that's that.
1: A, that's where I actually feel sorry for this kid. I, I do too. I haven't seen one thing from this kid that makes you go. That kid's a. punk He seems like a great kid. All three of them seem like really hard. Uh, mild Mannered, um, honestly, like, very team oriented to a large yeah, degree.
2: Um, the, uh, they're all. They're all, all. their games are based on on being unselfish and yeah, passing no, the ball. I mean, even Lamelo scoring ninety two other right. night, he's still a good passer.
1: No, I. That, 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 that again, the guy is interesting. It was just ridiculous. But he's Rid- he's running ridiculous. Like I said when we talked about
2: Lamelo scoring ninety two, he's running all this as his personal no PR campaign to no make doubt. him famous and make their family famous. And it's just a really interesting dynamic because he's good at it. He like, is. He's really good at it, and he has kids that are talented enough I to mean, matter.
1: In the soundbite we heard, he's passionate. He speaks well. Other than he said one – what did he say? The one – he said something wrong. But other than he speaks pretty well, and, and he makes you go, i got to listen to him. Whether you agree with it or not, you got to listen to him. We, how about –
2: we're running a local basketball podcast talking about some dude who has it, kids it, in, in Southern California. Southern California,
1: right.
0: How, how about the, the worst beat of the season before we're done? Butler game, yeah.
1: Oh, bad. Did you that. see it? What was it twenty-seven to one? What Was the run? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no. Minus seventeen. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's brutal. And Butler ran out the, the the shot clock with one second left. Just held it. Ran out the shot clock. I've DePaul seen Paul inbounds it and throws it in from half court.
1: I, I've seen some to more beat speeds. the spread. I, I had my worst beat ever many many years ago, twenty five years ago. Same scenario where a guy made a foul shot to go up by a half, no, go up by two and a half points. Let, going up by two points, I'm laying two and a half points. They throw it in, guy takes two dribbles, short of midcourt, banked it in at the buzzer, lose by a half.
2: That was that was Brendel zoning out while we were talking, getting bored, looking at Twitter, finding something being like, Oh, I need to talk again, let me get this I in like before it. we finish up. That's good.
1: I like when, I like bad yeah. beats. Yeah. It's my favorite segment on on uh, Scott. It, I, I, I guarantee it's that the,
0: leads S V P tomorrow. Yeah, though. it's one of my favorite I mean, segments. It was it was brutal. Obviously, it's been everywhere already online. <laughs> it was brutal.
1: Have you ever heard about the worst beat Gamble Tom Gamble ever took? I'm gonna bring this up right now. Worst beat ever. No was it a
2: give fo- it to was us. It was in a
1: football game. North Carolina State was playing, I believe, Maryland. North Carolina State scores a touchdown. They're down a half a point at that stage. All they have to do is kick the extra point with literally two seconds to go. People tore the goal post down. They called the game right then and there. That was it. Ball game over. Lose by half without getting a chance to kick the extra point. That's why you don't gamble. That's why you don't gamble. That's the exact reason you there, don't gamble. There's a, you know what? We're going to leave it with that. That's why, kids, you don't gamble. Right and, there.
2: Uh, Brendel, are you a 12-pack next yes, week? Yes, you will because okay. we bet on Two that. weeks from now. That's a
1: safe bet, though. That's a good bet. Yeah. All right. Thanks for being with us. We'll be back on uh, Thursday and look ahead to a big, busy weekend of college basketball. Look ahead to or look back at what took place early in the week. Thanks for being with us. For Chad Brendel, Rick Boring, Richard Skinner, keep it right here. We'll be back again with another podcast on Thursday.